Welcome back into this series of doing deep dives into teams. So today we're going to do a team that I sort of like because I feel like they're probably one of my favorite teams in the AFC, and it is the Raiders. I don't know why I have a like for them, but it's just I've had a like for them for a while. And yeah, so we're going to be doing the uh, Raiders today. And this team is not as easy as the Chiefs. Um, Definitely is quite an odd one. And some people may disagree. It's just my opinion. And yeah, so we'll get straight into it. First off, so the front office. So this is sort of hard in my opinion. I do like the Raiders. They have made some good drafting decisions. I mean, they do have one of the better running backs. And they just draft well, in my opinion. But sometimes I feel like they the draft picks are under the radar. So I'm doing this. I'm doing the because I sort of forget the draft picks I looked at. So 2020 Henry Ruggs hasn't been the best this season, and that's sort of known. It's sort of like maybe he's been not as good. And then of course da- Damon Arnett has not played barely at all. Doesn't seem like he's played. Oh no, he's played seven games. I know the defense has been jack shit awful. Sorry for my profanity. But they've just been bad. I mean, 2019, in my opinion, is one of the best draft classes I've ever seen drafted. And I will back that up with proof. The first round pick was an absolute dumb idea. No clue why they did it. But that was a Klein Farrell. They had three first round picks. Josh Jacobs is one of the best running backs they have. He's in two seasons. 2,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. That's pretty good. He's averaging about 1,000 yards a season, and this season's not even over. If he gets 100, like 50 yards um, in this game and next game, which he probably will get more than, he will legitimately be getting 1,050, about 1,075 yards a season on average, which is pretty good. Jonathan Abram is one of their starting safeties. He's a first-round pick. Trayvon Mullen. He's played about 30 games. He's been pretty good. If you look at the 2019 draft class, and if you go to Pro Football Reference and go to the 2019 draft class, you'll see the least amount of pl- games played by a player is a seventh-round pick. The fifth-round pick, Hunter Renfro, is, one, as you guys know, my, one of my favorite gut, uh, receivers in the NFL. I feel like he's so smart, and how he plays is great. He was a steal in the fifth round because, I mean, he's one of their starters. And if you get a fifth-round player who's a starter, that's just amazing. They got um, Foster Monroe, who is a tight end that doesn't seem to be playing for them as much because he's played 27 games, and he's only got 307 yards. Well, he's got seven touchdowns in two seasons, which is not bad. Um, It looks like every player really starts for them in the 2019 um, draft class. 2020... Seems like Henry Ruggs has played 11. Brian Edwards, which is a third-round pick, seems to be playing a little bit. And Lynn Bowden has also been pretty good. Um, I'm pretty sure Colton Miller was not that good of a draft pick. I, I'm not 100% sure because I'm not that familiar with this draft class, but pretty sure he wasn't as good. But one thing I do want to say is that I feel like seventh-round picks are players that have to try to make it onto the team. That's just because, like, I feel like first-round picks should be bona fide starters who should make a, 
an impact and should be like possible Pro Bowl players. Second round pick should be players who are like playing the position, not like say too good, but not too bad. Third round pick should be trying to be like a like trying to make in the team. Fourth to seventh should be trying to make the team. I feel like well, maybe even fifth to seventh. I don't think fourth really, but if you look at it that way. Players like Max Crosby, which I didn't actually talk about, have been absolute studs. I mean, fourth-round pick in the 2019 draft class, they got two starters in a pick slated in the fourth round. Technically three if you look at Boston Monroe as a starter, which I feel like he's a second or third tight end. But Max Crosby's averaging eight sacks a season right now because he has 16 sacks in two seasons, which is really good. He has played 30 games and has 16 sacks, so a sack every other game, which is pretty good. And then if you look at their um, 2018 draft class, P.J. Hall seems to not be doing the best. Two and a half sacks. But a guy who I've noticed has done pretty well for himself is Maurice Hurst. He's had eight sacks in 40 games as a defensive tackle. That's pretty good. And he's had a pick. Um, Marcel Aitman, seventh-round pick receiver. He's done a little bit with 20 catches and 270 yards. One draft class that isn't the best, in my opinion, is the 2017 draft class. Doesn't seem like that many of the players have made too much impact. I mean, this seventh round picks, only one player has actually made an impact, and that was um, Trayvon Hester, who has played 41 games and gotten two sacks as a defensive tackle. Um, most of their play, even the second round pick, only got seven ever ga- seven games for them. I, In my opinion, the way to look at draft classes is how much they've played, how many games they've played. Because if you look at the games played, that means that they've started or not. And then we look at 2016. I'm going Just so you know, I'm going to do this more often because I feel like deep dive would be the sort of, in quotations, if we just talked for like seven minutes about a team. But I've gotten some more websites that I like to use, so I'm going to be doing more deep dive. So 2017 doesn't seem to be the best. 2016, they do have... A guy, DeAndre Washington, fifth-round pick who's played 59 games. He's a running back. He's got more than 1,200 yards in his career and seven touchdowns. I feel like that's good for being that late of a draft pick. They do have a bust in this draft, and that's Connor Cook. He played, I think, one one game, and he had an awful, uh, pretty disastrous game. He had 14 throws for one touchdown, one pick. And 150 yards in the playoffs, I think it was that game. This team is is pretty good drafting team. I would give them, I would give the front office about a B plus to an A, maybe an A minus, just for the 2014 draft class was absolutely ridiculous. Getting Cleo Mack and first round, second round pick, they got their QB, and it just looks like a good draft class. And I feel like this team is pretty good at drafting, and. And they got also an amazing coach. Okay, so now we got go into the coach. I feel like, um, oh, what's his face? Oh, their coach. I know it's on the tip of my tongue. Their coach is very good, and they, he has been a very good draft, uh, not draft pick. He's been a very good coach for them this year. And I feel like, unfortunately, their defense just doesn't play well. And that's the thing that bites them in the but every time is their defense fails to be as good as their offense. Yeah, so I mean, if they fix the offense, uh, the defense, they can be good. Oh, Kibis, um, I would give this probably an 
eight. Hear me out. Yeah, Derek Carr is probably 10th or 11th best QB in the NFL right now. But if you look at how he's played, so say I'm on the ESPN website on their later stats this season. Uh, Derek Carr is probably going to be around 3,600 yards on the season, right? Except he's injured. I'm pretty sure he's not going to make it for next game. Their backup is a player who used to start for the Tennessee Titans, Marcus Mariota. In his game, he played quite well. QB rating of 83.3, and their cars is 102.0. They've been a pretty good offense, and I feel like when your QB has been as good as he's been, I mean, he's been quite good, 24 touchdowns, and he missed pretty much a whole game. And I mean, sorry, I had a technical difficulty. So yeah, I mean, he's been very good, and how he's played is very good. So running backs now, um, I'll give him about an A. Josh Jacobs is, in my opinion, a top 10 running back. He's been quite good. And their backup running back, Devontae Booker, has got about 400 yards and 82 attempts, which is about 4.8 yards a carry. And his long is pretty long. That's the one thing I don't like about Josh Jacobs. His long is 24 yards. He does have an average of 70 yards a game, but his average of 3.7 yards is quite low. That's something they may have to think about. Not saying get good at Josh Jacobs. I say that they have to build the O-line a little better because their running game is not good. I mean, Derek Curry has been sacked not as much. I would. It's about less than two sacks a game, so that's pretty good. But their gun, their gun uh, O-line is not good. And I don't know if that's on Josh Jacobs or not, because if it was, then you may have to look at, like, hey, do we either, like, try to get him better or look at what we do? Because he's 42nd in the NFL, I think, among all positions, at uh, yards per game, which, uh, just saying, is not that good. I mean, just being 2.9 yards a game uh, in the Chargers game, on average, that's just... Not that good. When, like, he's, his position rank, according to Fantasy Football on the ESPN, is 7th. So he's a top 10 running back. But when you can't get over a 30-yard rush for your biggest rush of the season, that's sort of a problem. And, just saying, when your biggest rush is 51 yards in 2019, that's also sort of an issue. Because that shows that he's a, like, he's a big guy, but he can't run that fast. Derrick Henry, like, Derrick Henry is definitely the, one of the best running backs in the... I think he's the best running back, in my opinion, in the NFL. I think Nick Chubb is definitely second. But that is sort of an issue. His run... So if we look at his stats from 2019 to 2020, he's definitely taken a sophomore slump. Because they have... Right now, he played 13 games last year. He's played 13 games this year. He has more attempts this year. 200, about 200 more less yards this year, and 3.7 yards a carry this year compared to 4.8 last year. He's definitely taken a slump, and that could be an issue. He has caught more passes this year and made more yards on the ground, but his average um, receiving is has gone down, which could pose an issue if he keeps going down. It could be a sophomore slump, but that's something you got to look at. 
But Devontae Booker, which is their backup running back, he was drafted in 2016. He's done decent for a backup. I mean, if we're, we're gonna, I'm going to look at his stats right now. I'm going to pull it up. So he's actually, this is his first year on the, on the Raiders. He used to be a Bronco. Last year, in 2019, he barely got anything because, I mean, they had uh, Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsley. He averages about 4.0 yards a carry over his career. 4.8 this season. He has got three touchdowns and only fumbled the ball once. Well, I'm not saying Josh Jacobs has a fumbling problem because he's fumbled the ball twice this season, which is pretty decent. I think also, I think what you got to do, in my opinion, I think what you got to do is make a double-headed dragon in the backfield. I, I say you use both. Devontae Booker and Josh Jacobs. I feel like that could actually come out and help you uh, help the Raiders in a way that I think they need. The third running back slash fourth is Jalen Richard and Theogetic. Theogetic is I'm not sure even Theogetic's on the team anymore. Oh, and just one thing, Alec Ingold is definitely one of the best fullbacks in the NFL. He's played very well. So yeah, uh, Theogetic, he he's got negative five yards. Uh, this season, so I mean, he's probably fourth or not. He's still on the Raiders, but he's probably the fourth running back. I mean, he's tiny. I'm even taller than him. So yeah, I'll give him about an A to B plus, just because Josh Jacobs, Alec Ingold, fullback, he's been one of the best, and um, Devontae Booker has been pretty good. So now we're gonna go to receivers. Um, they just made a whole like revolution of Nelson Algalloway. He's played quite well this season. He has gotten 684 yards and 7 touchdowns. He's been quite good. Um, Hunter Genfro is probably one of my favorite receivers in the NFL. I'm going to talk about him for a little bit. He was a 5th round pick uh, two seasons uh, last season. And he's been pretty darn good. I mean, looking at his stats, receiving-wise, he, sh- he had less games last season. He had 13 games. But he should be surpassing about 650 yards by the end of the season. He, his longest catch in his career is 65 yards. This season is 53. He does have less touchdowns at two, but he's about to be at 600 yards. I think he's a bona fide second string, and I, do, I have invested in him. I have a pretty good amount of cards in him because I like Hunter Renfro and how he plays. He's a smart receiver. His average um, uh, catch is about 12.5 yards, which is actually up from last year, which is good. Everything is pretty much down except yards per catch, which is good in my opinion. You want to get more yards per catch. Um, now, the, this is an issue for me. Henry Ruggs III. His season has been sort of scary in a way. He's only had 23 catches for 400 yards, and averaging 18 yards a catch and two touchdowns. His big catch was a 72-yard catch, and that was an absolute monster of a catch and run. Thing is, since week, um, since he, they've played the Broncos, he's only made above 50 yards in two games. That was the Falcons, one of the worst defenses, and the Jets. So that's sort of an issue. And they've also been on a losing spree, which an absolute blowout against the Falcons, an absolute blowout against the Colts, and. They kept it close between the Chiefs, but he's just been non-existent. And being the 12th pick in the NFL draft, 
he should be at least around 800 yards, in my opinion. So that's sort of an issue. So I would get the um, receivers about a B plus because, yeah. And the last person I want to talk about is Darren Waller. This guy was a sixth round pick in Baltimore. Drug issues and a ton of issues off the field and it's just changed his life around and become one of the best um, tight ends in the NFL. I think, in my opinion, he's the third best but behind Kelsey and um, Kittle. He is tied for 10th with um, touchdown catches throughout the NFL. Tied, um, 14th in yards as a tight end. That's quite good. He's just been good this season, and I'm very happy about that. I feel like this season, he's he should be hitting 1,000 yards as a tight end. That's pretty good. He should be hitting 1,000 yards maybe this week, maybe next week. But he's just been good. I mean, 200 yards against the Jets, 150 yards against the Chargers, 75 yards against the Colts. The worst game in the last five games was against the Falcons with 23 yards, but he got four catches. He gets, there's only one game in the last five games he's under 50 yards. So, guest are above 75 yards. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, the defense, now we're going to the defense. Defense is absolutely awful. Could be one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They cannot stop score, uh, points being scored against them. That's a problem. One of the bright sides yeah, is, that, in my opinion, the defensive line. I, I wouldn't call it a bright spot per se, but they've been good. Max, well, Max Crosby has been good. Klein Farrell has only had two sacks this season, and that's an issue. He was the fourth pick in the NFL draft last season, and he's just not been there. I mean, if we look at it, him, if I'm on the ESPN website, by the way, if anybody's interested, he's had six and a half sacks over it. Two seasons as a defensive end. You should be getting way more sacks. I don't know what to say. I mean, he's just not been good. And I don't like seeing bust at this point. But if he doesn't have a good third season, he could be a bust. And that's something you don't want to wish on anybody. But when a fourth round pick, um, Max Crosby is doing what you should be doing, which is getting about more than six sacks a season and having, um, where did it go? And having 10 sacks in his first season as a fourth-round pick, that's an issue. When a fourth-round pick from Eastern Michigan is just kicking you in that. And six sacks isn't that good, but he's leading the team, and that's what you've got to look at. I mean... The team is just not getting sacks. That's the problem. The top three are six sacks, two, and two. That's a huge issue. They've got to figure out how to beef up this defensive line. But I think that's not even the biggest problem. I mean, they, they are just letting in so many points, and that's just a whole issue that they have to solve. Because their offense is definitely one of the better offenses, but they are also not... Like, stopping the pass. I mean, they do have a good amount of picks with 5, 7, 8, 9, 10. But that's because they throw the ball the whole time. They're just not stopping the pass. And that's just an issue. And I mean, their safeties are pretty good with Jeff Heath and Jonathan Abram. But their defensive backs are just not that good. They've got to fix up a lot of their defense. I'm not even going to give them grades right now. I just need to say they've got to fix up their defense because... That's just not good. 
you've got to look at possibly trading um, Pharrell if he doesn't play good next season. I mean, if safety, just humor me this. If he doesn't, Pharrell doesn't do good by the trade deadline next year, you're going to have to look at trading him. Maybe for a fifth, sixth round pick. Because you want to get rid of him before you uh, he leaves in free agency. I mean, Max Crosby is showing that it's not impossible to get sacks on that team. It's not just the defensive line not being good. It's just they're not getting to the quarterback, and that's an issue. Yeah, so, I mean, the defense altogether, the rest of the positions, just so you know, are all going to be Ds. Just absolute garbage. The only reason why, by the way, the defensive backs are not Fs is because the safeties are pretty good. Um, now we're going to look at um, kicking and special teams. Um, Daniel Carlson, he is pretty much almost automatic. Oh, missed three kicks complete altogether all season, which is pretty good. So the kicking problems are definitely t- seem to be non-existent. Punting is, um, I would say pretty good. I mean, 16 punts inside of 20 out of 36 punts. Not that bad. Um, yeah, uh, let's check returning. Uh, returning longest one is 44 yards by Jalen Richardson. Second is Henry Ruggs with 32. So at least he's somewhere there. Pound returning is longest one is by Hunter Renfro for 27 yards. That's actually pretty good because pound returning is quite hard. In my opinion. Yes, I may be a little bit biased, but that's pretty good. Um, I would just want to say that uh, what I they got to do is fix up that defense because that offense is good, too good to let this happen. I mean, if I think Josh Jacobs is healthy. Yeah, he's active. If Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs definitely should be a thousand yard rusher this season. Darren Waller definitely should be a thousand yard receiver. Nelson Agler could be an eight hundred yard receiver this year. Hunter Renfro should be above six hundred fifty. Henry Ruggs maybe hits a five hundred, but the problem is that's all going to be done possibly without their starting QB. I've not looked at Derek Carr's injury status because since the last when I saw him got injured, but that's just a big issue. So, yeah, um, I'm going to leave it on the note that <laughs> they've got to fix up some stuff. And I also want to talk about the um, little new uh, second series I have um, going on. So, as you guys probably have seen, I have a new series where I'm opening these, like, um, three packs. I'm not doing it to say, like, oh, try to be chasing and gamble. No, I'm trying to show, like, what may be good and what may not be. Um. I just got a new repack. I was going to get two, but then I had problems with my card, and I'm going to try to get the second one soon. This should be coming now for a while. It should, it's saying, um, the um, eBay website saying it should be here Thursday, December 31st. That's a little bit of an issue. That's going to take a while. The good thing is I should be getting a um, platinum boombox, which is going to count as a repack, except it's a repack to packs. I should be getting at least one auto of that, which will be fun. Um, this is definitely going to be a new series because I like doing it. And just as an FYI, I'm not saying that this is for videos, so I'm going to get packs like better cards. I'm going to 
keep it anonymous and just do random ones. This time the um this pack seems to be quite good. There's only it seems to be only ten made. And some of the chase I think the chases are for like all together, like all cards. One of the chasers, uh, the big chaser, is a um a Zion Williamson optic checkerboard, which is pretty cool. There's also a couple of Zion Origins, and there's a couple very nice patch cards. Uh, there's an IPA uh, uh, booklet of DeAndre Hunter. My DeAndre Hunter didn't come in the mail. The guy just didn't send it, and he didn't give me a label, a shipping label to, or a sh- uh, tracking. So there was a whole issue with that, because I got it a m- more than a month ago now, and it didn't come in. And I have to, had to um, message the guy, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't get, think about doing a shipping." Like tracking, I'm like, that was the whole situation. But some of these chases are actually quite good. I just noticed one of the chase, uh, one of the cards I could get is a Luka Doncic optic rated rookie. I'm guessing this is if I'm I'm gonna look at his uh, account for the first time. But I am guessing that this guy is doing a ton of these repacks. Nope, he only has one in or uh, two. Doesn't it seems to be the same cards. And this seems to be about 30, maybe 60 altogether. And I'm going to, because I saw statistics, I'm looking at this all at the same time. I just did a random one and just wanted to do it good. So each pack will have seven based uh, veterans, a combo, a three of a combo of rookies and inserts. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um. Types of brands in the repacks are 2019. Oh, that's not bad. The grand prizes is a 2019-2020 Donruss Optic Zion Williamson checkerboard. And then a 2019-2020 Zion Williamson rookie, and the same with an origin Zion holo card. And then a 2019-2020 Zion patch. Seems pretty good. So yeah, um, that should be in a couple weeks. That'll be very fun. This probably won't be posted until like the 3rd or 4th of January. Or like whenever the um, Wednesday is. Because I'm going to try to post these on Wednesdays, but they're not going to be every Wednesday because that's just going to cost too much money. Because I'm not making money off this um, podcast. I'm doing this for fun and this is just, I'm got to save up. I mean, the the uh, repack that I um, opened for you guys was absolutely a ripoff. I didn't make, I should I probably made thirty cents altogether. The cards were just absolute garbage, which is what should be expected from these repacks. It's these guys trying to make money, which is what they should be doing. They should be trying to make profits, but people think, oh, it's a Zion. You can win a Zion. I should buy this. I'm just doing this to show people. It's like, hey, you're not going to be getting a freaking Zion Williamson one of one every time. You're probably going to get like 20 crap before you get maybe your money back off of this. So um, this is just sort of showing like these cards are not always going to be amazing. And most of the time you're not going to make your money back. So that's sort of something I wanted to explain because I didn't put it in my other video and I already had it ready to up. So yeah. As you probably heard, I got interrupted by a call. I was just about to finish and say thank you so much for listening. Um, 
my podcast has done better than I would have imagined. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens every week. And yeah, um, I'm hoping next year I will still be doing this. And yeah, um, I'm trying because I do about one episode a week and it's about it takes me 30 minutes to an hour. I'm just uploading the research I do normally during free time, like say during breaks, during class and stuff like that. Um, I really love doing this and I'm hoping I can keep doing this. Um, school isn't as crazy, so I can keep doing it. And if it, um, once the football season's over, I'm going to try to upload, um, pre-record as many as possible and then just do that side, like side episode every so often. I'm just doing that just in case if anything happens, like say school starts going crazy or something, that I can at least upload for you guys. I really don't want it to be where I can't upload, so I will do that. And I'll do maybe one or two episodes where I completely scrap it and do it like the day of, just so I can maybe have up updated stuff and so I can update you guys on how everything's going with the podcast. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Happy holiday. Uh, this should be after. So hopefully you guys had an amazing Christmas. Hope and Hanukkah. Hopefully you guys got everything that you guys wanted. And see you guys next time. Uh, next time should be the Chargers. Depending on if I want to do the Broncos first. Depending on what team I decide to go. So yeah, either Chargers or Broncos. So see you guys. And until next time.